This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed Anniversary Blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed, and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unboxed Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. We took a break last week, but we'll get into that. We'll get into why. But my name is Joe. Joined here today by Robbie. What's up? Gabriel. Hello. Andy Cam. Hey, guys. Paul, Dan. Some cameras. TV's rolling. I don't know what else to intro. That's the the end of the intro. Some some phones. So last week, we were in New York City, uh, Robbie, Gabriel, and myself. And the whole plan was to maybe do, I think we even talked about this on the podcast. We were just going to yeah. do like a little simple recording with the recorder app um, and some lapel mics. And uh, one thing led to another, and it ended with Robbie and I in the gym <laughs> of well, the hotel we'll in the, Brooklyn. We'll the photo up. I got a photo of the setup. <laughs> yeah, we'll throw it in. It still didn't work. And uh, yeah, long story short, we, are, uh, we haven't done this sort of event in a, in a while. Yeah, so the last event, the last event we did was was uh, CES. No, but the last like, go to one thing for one yeah. event was 2019 in yeah. New York for Google. But like the last thing we went to and filmed anything was CES, which is a little yeah. different because we can go out and film, and we have a quiet hotel to go to, and right. we film our A roll there. That was the plan, and so we filmed uh, some hands on footage, and the plan was to go back. Robbie wrote some scripts. We were ready to rock and roll. Uh, in hindsight, we should have thought about the the train that was right below, <laughs> right outside the window. It's fantastic. Yeah, that was train was nice. rolling. Uh, sun was going down. Was uh, cleaning people. Cleaning were people vacuuming were vacuuming. At, you know, six o'clock. It was. It's it a was, very clean hotel, though. It was, it was which was makes nice sense because there was always cleaning staff moving around. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that ended up not working. So we went down to the gym to try to film because it was in the basement. And it was a nice gym. It was a nice gym, and it was quiet whenever I was down there earlier in the day. And uh, but the time that Robbie and I were there, uh, all of the hotel staff was coming up and down the elevator. They were probably getting off work, like they were probably changing yeah. shifts or something. So I don't know. The carts through carts are rolling doors and beeping. All, it and, was not good. And this was a very short trip for us. We literally landed. We had a day of um, uh, a, lot a of meeting walk, basically a lot of with Google and and, <laughs> and and hanging out, and then 
The next day was the event, so we roll up to the event, film, coffee, back to the hotel, writing articles, you know, trying to get it all done and, and rolled out in the morning on yeah, Friday. I got, so, up at, I got up at four and yeah. left the next morning. So so we didn't have much time, and uh, with with uh, with the environment that we were in, we just weren't. I mean, there was no way we could have tried to have filmed something, but it wouldn't have been the quality that we want to put out there. On, it it so. wouldn't even been close. Yeah, uh, it was a problem. So we did all of that, and the plan was to uh, podcast after that before we went and got dinner, and uh, we were salty. And well, and we should have been. We would have been done two hours before we started even trying to film right. the gym because right. we could have just would have worked we could have set up a shot rolled and been done in i mean 30 minutes probably yeah so yeah so it was kind of a bummer but it ended up kind of working out because the video that we put out yesterday now if and when you're listening to this it went out this past week yeah. uh um so uh the embargo and stuff lifted for uh unboxing and reviews on wednesday on wednesday the what yeah. uh, i don't know 13th 12th. 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 And so we ended up being able to put out a video that was hands-on from the event plus an unboxing and uh, a little bit more details than we would have been able to have shared as a just, hey, at the event, hey, we're here type thing. Um, So yeah, it ended up kind of working out, but we have three videos out. Uh, and obviously, we're going to be chatting through uh, each of these devices, uh, Pixel <laughs> yep. Watch, Pixel 7, and Pixel 7 Pro. And uh, But before we get into it, though, let's at least chat the gaming stuff, because I want to include it, and yeah. if we don't chat, chat about it now, it might not might get, get pushed. Might get pushed. Yeah, yeah, that, that and embargo, it's important. Edinburgh so, lifted this week as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Andy Cam over here, crushing yeah. some edits this week. Yep. We it ended up, I ended week. up tackling one edit, but he was working on two, and then another video, so we ended up putting out four videos uh, in two days. Yeah. Uh, so. Lots lots of video content. Um, and, you know, like the, the fact that these embargoes kind of lined up this way, like we had a call Monday and then the, the news lifted Tuesday for gaming. Yeah. And then we just got out our video to what is today? Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Yeah, okay, we got the yeah. video out today um, of the one of the three gaming Chromebooks yep. that uh, we've got in the office. And so. Yeah, that's kind of like where we are uh, at the time <laughs> Quick we're filming update. this. Like our, yeah, as we're doing this right now, so as you're watching this Friday, Saturday, whatever, or, or listening to this, then you know that's it'll be a couple days past. But yeah, it's been a crazy week. Go check um, out the content. It's what was all the great. original date for the stuff we did Monday? September 26th was yeah, going to be the roundtable, oh, okay. yeah. the, the media. Gotcha. But then Stadia yeah. happened. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I was just thinking that would it have been, yeah, it would have been better if it hadn't have gotten held off because we'd have had about a week and a half before we went yeah. to New York. To, yeah. yeah. And and if it was a couple days before New York, that would have been horrible. But now it was, uh, yeah. who's whistling? It was, was I don't know. That was weird. That was weird. I guess it was electronic. Was that did you? I whistle? Are you whistling? How did I whistle? What did I do? It's your mustache. <laughs> my little nose <laughs> whistle. Yeah, there's there's two two hairs whistling. <laughs> Sorry, I was really confused because I, I thought it was, I thought it was, thought it was me. I was like, uh, it's that, that time of the year. Whatever. Oh yeah, Andrew's like hey, whatever. I'm just congested Jim, the whole time. Yeah, it's October in Kentucky, man. I, if you don't have some sort of respiratory <laughs> issue. You're not normal. Just, I mean, it's just, just edited a is. little flute. <laughs> We 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 have a uh, find one of those flutes that has the slider. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of going down. 
Yeah, we're in Kentucky, so you get we still have yeah. pollen outbreaks this time of year, but it we was, have forty degree swings and it was eighty degrees yesterday. Next yeah. week is gonna be in the fifties. Yeah. Today today, let's see. Weather is sixty three. This is warm as it's uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah. But what were you saying? Back <laughs> to what I don't even remember now. <laughs> Just threw me off. Joe just we knows had, what's had, out, of, uh, out of existence. We had a lot of content going no, out. Yeah, it's just stuff. we, we yeah. knew there was going to be a lot of stuff. And there's a, you know, we've uh, we've had some shifts around here with some of the content that we're covering. And it's just, it's been a busy week. And yeah. It's, it's, and it, it feels like today's what? Where it's Thursday, right? Yeah. It feels like there's still a truckload of stuff left to do. And there yeah. is. Writing, from a writing standpoint. Oh, not, yeah. from, not from a video standpoint. Yeah, because so. it's just so, you'll hear it as we, as we talk through yeah. this stuff. Yeah. There's just... Lots of fun little facets yeah. to talk about, but yeah, yeah gaming, the, the the gaming stuff. Um, yes, the, the the demise of Stadia really really hurt, and this is a perfect example. You know, like we were we were at Google's headquarters in uh, New York this week, and um, don't mind our, me in my cool sticker. <laughs> our rep, our rep, <laughs> uh, met us up there uh, and was awesome. Kind of showed us around and let us kind of see some different things. We got some cool pictures. Um, but ultimately, you know, we got to talk uh, with the team that um, that works on Chrome OS Flex. That'll be a discussion for a different time. But uh, just some cool stuff. Nothing yeah, like yeah. groundbreaking or new there. But uh, we got to see some cool stuff on that. Um, but then, you know, we 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 talked with him uh, about specifically because uh, our, our the rep that we work with was specifically handling this whole uh, gaming Chromebooks thing, you know, and. They didn't. They didn't know until right before that the Stadia thing was going down, and so it was a little unf- unfortunate. You know, obviously it it throws a bit of a wrench, and mm-hmm. you know, like some of the headlines have gone out, and they're a little uh, sharp, yeah, and for good reason. I mean, yeah. if you don't know what's going on, and you don't realize, like as we walk through that building, floor after floor, and you know, huge room after huge room after huge room of computers and stuff, and there's five thousand people that work in this one building, and it's like. And this isn't even the, like the big area for Google. Like this, the New York headquarters is a smaller mm-hmm. uh, outfit than than what they have on the West Coast. And so, you realize how many people are working, how big this organization is. And I don't know. I, I'm not saying it's okay for them to have some misaligned things, but it's just yeah, bound it to happen. Like one group's not going to talk to another. And yeah, Google owns and started Stadia, but Stadia was our own team. So yeah. Whenever the time came to decide to shut the doors on it, they didn't want it leaking and all this stuff. So yeah. they kept it quiet, and then they told who they needed to tell. And unfortunately, that meant that you know you got the Chrome OS team who probably doesn't get as far as news and that kind of stuff goes. Probably doesn't get put. To yeah, the they're very, very very disconnected yeah. from. Uh, and but Google's like that in general because yeah. they're massive. I mean, they just and, and I don't think they're they're thinking about who. What are the, are the Chrome OS guys going to be affected by this? I just don't really think they're. May, may not have much. even really known what was going on. Yeah, they probably that, didn't. Yeah, yeah. and so, so it's yeah. like so you got you had that happen, and then you know we we get these gaming Chromebooks and this this news, which is actually in and of itself pretty awesome. I mean, oh yeah. You know, the, the idea here is, um, you know, we have three Chromebooks, hopefully there'll be more down the road, um, that are geared for gaming, RGB keyboards, 120 hertz uh, refresh uh, screens, um, I don't know what else, really high-end internals, um, what's the anti-ghosting? Yeah, anti-ghosting, so... On the keyboard? Like, regular standard keyboards can take, take up to six keystrokes at one time before they fail because they can't 
take that many inputs. So anti, I, I honestly didn't know this. I thought anti-ghosting had something to do with the RGB and the lighting or something, but no, it's, yep. it can take multiple inputs at one time because when you're gaming, you usually have, you know, control shift, spacebar, WASD, enter, QR, you know, you, you're hitting a bunch of keys at one time if you're, if you're really getting into it. So it just keeps it's it good for fail. the button mashers. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Just like so. if you want to just go like this. Yeah. It's okay. Cause yeah. I mean, I think about that, like playing any of your standard, uh, source games, you have like E for equip or, you know, R's flash, you know, you have flashlight talk, all that different stuff. It's not hard to get into a game and all of a sudden you're hitting seven or eight buttons at one time. Right. So, you know. so that like they, they have that type of stuff. Um, but the, I think the bigger news here is the fact that Google is working with NVIDIA, mm-hmm. uh, with, with Amazon Luna and with uh, Xbox cloud gaming, mm-hmm. whatever they're going to be calling it. Yeah, it's, it's awful naming. Xbox Cloud Gaming. Beta. X, X, X but then it was Game Pass. Xcloud was pretty cool. Xcloud yeah, for a little while. Xcloud was cool. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so uh, the, they're all kind of working together to go, okay, what can we? What needs to be done to make these Chromebooks the best possible cloud gaming machines? And then how can we best deliver our services to them? So that means a PWA for all of them. So Microsoft did not have that before. So Xbox... Mm-hmm. You had to uh, get the Android app for it to work properly. They had a web interface that was kind of janky. It's a full PWA now. Uh, Luna has a PWA. And then, obviously, uh, GeForce Now is kind of ahead of that pack, having done this for a little while. And so um, you've got all of them on board. And kind of from a marketing and, and teamwork standpoint, it's not just hey, we have a cloud streaming service, and then, yeah, I guess it works on a Chromebook. Yeah. It's We have a cloud streaming yeah. service, we've, and we're working with Google to make sure it's optimized yeah, to work Yeah, we've tested and validated and, and made sure that this is working properly. And, then, you know, they refer to the, the hardware and the software stack and all that kind of stuff, and I, I don't know if that's just marketing speak at the end of the day, to be honest. Um, I just know that these Chromebooks are specifically have been worked on and built from the ground up to take it full advantage of this. Yeah. So uh, the one we have seems to make that the truth i mean that again cloud gaming works on chromebooks already but you do on this device that we have you get uh, 120 hertz refresh on uh, geforce now with ray tracing and And it looks saucy it does and and it works really well um you know i geforce now has always been the the one to me that was the most um compelling because i can use a lot of the steam not every steam game you have but a lot of my steam games come over and work with it and specifically like Apex Legends and Fortnite, both. I can play those in GeForce Now. But every time I try to at home, I'll get the spotty connection thing. And I'm like, I gotta have a Google Wi-Fi. It's not like, and normally mm-hmm. the place I sit to play it at home would be from like here to the corner of yeah. the room from the router. So I'm like, what gives? Like, what is the deal? And this is probably a Chromebook thing or whatever. Obviously, these are outfitted with uh, Wi-Fi 6E. But I want to test them with like Wi-Fi 6E routers. Uh, I want to test it with with Ethernet. The one we have is the Acer 516GE has an Ethernet port right inside. I want to plug that in and see um, what what that does if it changes anything. I I just haven't had enough hiccups to even think like oh I I really need to go plug it in yeah. Especially here at work, we have a the the first gen Nest Wi-Fi here. I've just had no issues whatsoever. I played quite a few matches. More I played more Fortnite on this device and I've played in a year. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing with with uh, uh, Ethernet, which you can use Ethernet on any device. You just have to get an adapter. But with a dedicated Ethernet, you know, you may have really, you may have gig internet, but just because you have super fast internet, internet right. doesn't mean you don't have latency. Yeah. An Ethernet port eliminates yeah. a lot of that. So. Well, and your, your router's always, if you think about the number of devices, even if right now you think, well, I don't have that much stuff connected. 
think about it for Go just count. a second. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually actually think about it. Or open up the, the Wi-Fi part of your Google Home app if you have a Google Wi-Fi or open up the router software you've got and actually look how many connected things there are yeah. in your home. It's going to be more than you think. Yeah. Um, and so the, the Wi-Fi, the router's always having to dole that stuff out because it can't just be like, oh, you want you know all of the bandwidth right now? Sure, you can have that. I mean, that's like 1990s internet. You know, like one person's using it, and you're like, get off the thing, I need to buy, you know. Um, and so, you know, it, it's constantly, even if no one else is using it, it's it knows that someone else probably is going to at some point in time. So you're never going to get the whole, you know, the whole stack of uh, of bandwidth that you could. So, um, you know, hooking into Ethernet is going to give you a much better connection and speed and stuff there. But I just haven't yeah. felt the need too much to use it. And it's been, it's not just like, to me, cloud gaming a lot of times has been, Especially with something like Fortnite, where it's this fast, uh, you know, uh, game where you, you can't have too much lag or latency. It's always been this. I can do that. I just don't know that I want to. Like I don't feel the urge to do this. I right. don't feel the urge to use this. Versus like on my phone, it's I. This is what I want to go play Apex or whatever on. And lately, I've at home. I'm like, yeah, you guys want to jump in a match? And yeah. I'll, you know, pick this Chromebook up and, so and hop have, in and play. And so, have awesome. you tried? Um, have you tried uh, gaming with a uh, with Fortnite on another device that isn't the five sixteen? And and experimented to see if if Not maybe yet. the service has just gotten better or if it's this yeah, specific. I, device. I would say it's a combination because yeah. anything that GeForce Now is working on to make it better on Chromebooks yeah. on these Chromebooks is going to probably make it better on most Chromebooks. Right. right. Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. Um, so I don't want to say like these Chromebooks have superpowers. It's just they have everything aligned, I think, from a hardware perspective yeah. to take full advantage. Sure. It's just it's not saying that no, none of the rest of them will. And for me, the the crux of it all is being able to play at 120 hertz. Yeah. From the from GeForce Now on the Chromebook and and see it and like the Chromebook screen is 120 hertz and to, the screen on that thing is beautiful. Yeah, it's awesome. It's just beautiful. To get that, do you have to have their upgraded account? You do. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much is it because they gave it to us for yeah. A few I'm not sure. Free to, uh, to test. It's not much. I want to say it's ten. A month or something. And then when you Can do you look that, that up, Andrew. Yeah, what their uh, top two. When you is. also do that, are you getting the upgraded servers too? Yeah, so or have they just yeah. upgraded all of their stuff? Uh it's I don't think the servers are any different. Uh it's just how quick you get your your rig. Ah, okay. I see. Uh, it's instant. Like yeah. anytime I click Fortnite, it little bar goes across, boom, ready. Yeah, I mean, that's it's really cool. immediate. Yeah, top tier is nineteen ninety nine a month. Okay, but that's for what like a thirty eighty or thirty. Yeah, it's RTX yeah. thirty eighty with ray tracing and hundred twenty hertz where it's supported for these right. games, yeah. and so and you can tell. I mean, you can. It looks are, really nice. Are the other devices gonna have one hundred twenty hertz? 
the Asus is so the Asus is one forty four, but it's yeah. one forty four at ten eighty p. Right. The other two are one twenty at what are they at? They're at QHD plus. QHD, yeah. So, so. I'm, I'm pretty sure the Lenovo is also sixteen by ten. Yes, yes, it is. So sixteen inch, sixteen by ten. The Asus is a fifteen point six inch. The Asus to me, we haven't gotten our hands on it yet, but looks like the CX five. Um, if you remember that the white all white on the outside, black mm-hmm. on the inside, uh, CES last year. It uh, even had the ASDW so colored. Is that the one that so had that's the colors? The CM5 has CM5. Oh, okay. Has that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks a lot like that yeah. device, uh, all the way down to the the display still being 250, 250 nits, yeah. which is a bummer. And 144 hertz sounds cool. I I challenge anybody to look at 144 versus 120 hertz side well, that, by side and be able to tell the difference. Yeah. There, you're not going to yeah. be able to tell. And none of the games run it. Run it. 144. Yeah, 120 is the max on GeForce yeah. now. So yeah. What sort of pricing are we talking about with these devices? The Acer 649, which I think is killer because it's it's Core i5, the 1240p Core i5, so 16 thread kind of monster, uh, eight gigs of RAM, 256 <clears throat> gigs of NVMe storage, 16 inch quad HD, 16 by 10. Gorgeous, gorgeous screen. 350 nits, full SRGB. Excellent on it. Yeah, it's it's not touch. Um, so if that if that's like a a thing you got to have, it's not that. Um, no fingerprint scanner, right? No, great keyboard, really great trackpad. Um, mostly metal, top and bottom are metal. Uh, keyboard deck is plastic, but the typing experience is great. The speakers are really good. Um, and obviously, it's just it's, silly fast. It's got a little bit of a, a gaming look to it, obviously, especially once you open it up and you get the RGB, oh, RGB keyboard. R- RGB keyboard, but it's not uh, it's not ridiculous looking. No. Like it doesn't like some of the Razer devices and everything. Like oh, it, yeah. they're clearly yeah. gaming. Yeah, laptops. you wouldn't like, take it to a meeting. Yeah, you wouldn't sit down at a meeting and be like, oh, look at this. Um, so yeah, it's like you can still use this as a regular oh, yeah. Chromebook and still get work done and, mm-hmm. and have it for for work and or, or that whatever. 120 hertz buttery yeah. smoothness so everywhere you go. Which that's is, interesting. What's the price on these other ones? Do we know? So you got well, Asus 729 for the for upgrade. the 16 gig one. I think it's how much is that? Acer 649. Yeah, I think the Asus is 699 maybe. I think it's so, only thirty dollars. Do we have an article with this information? Yes. Pull it up, Andy. The Lenovo's not. Let's av- not guess. Yeah, the Lenovo's not available. These two are available at Best Buy right now. The Lenovo's not available yet. Their press release says starting price of five ninety nine, but we have been told directly that it's actually going to be three ninety nine for the Core i three, and that's what Walmart's listing it at right now. But it's yep. out of stock. They don't have it yet. So, so yeah, that, that's an interesting play to me. But I mean, the Core i three we've seen the twelve gen oh, Core. Sorry, and the Asus is 11th gen. Oh, yeah, it's that's not right. 12th gen. So 11th so. gen and 250 so you, nit 1080p panel. <clears throat> I'll, I'll withhold my judgment. But it's called Bob, it. so. Yeah, we'll get it in. So, and the, the Asus is, what do they call it? The f- it's Flip, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a convertible. So it is convertible. It's touch a screen. Chromebook Vibe CX55 Flip. They put Flip at the Oof. end this time. Yeah, it's a big the, name. Just concise naming. Yeah, Oof. super Love dialed. It. Super dialed. Just, really, keep really add, really just keep adding it on. Just kiss. It's fine. So. Yeah, just, just anything in it. It's almost like an Amazon listing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, it's only going to be on Amazon, so we're just going to list it. We're going to call it Game, <laughs> Beat. Gaming chair, comfortable, ergonomic chair, yeah. <laughs> swivel <Yeah>. chair, rolling <laughs> uh, rolling leather. All the keywords in there. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Did you find it, Andy? <laughs> yeah, the Asus is six ninety nine. Yeah, there Ouch. you go. So. That's a big ouch. What's the specs on it? Do, do we have a so it's to, Core i5 8256 1080p 144 hertz 250 nits yeah 
15.6 inches, 16 yeah. by 9. Obviously, so. we need to get them in. Like We, we need to get all three oh, of these no in. Oh, no RGB keyboard either, remember? So it's oh, the man. same keyboard as the CM. I mean, it's the CM5, oof. honestly, just That's with strange. the tail cuts. That's oof. Uh, yeah, we'll it's see. a big oof. Yeah. We'll get it in. This we'll Acer, see. though, I uh, I uh, love it. I mean, we did the unboxing literally yesterday, so we haven't I haven't seen it much. But I've been using it for a couple of days. And yeah, I love it's, it. It's pretty. I really, really it's love pretty it. saucy. And it's a 16 inch Chromebook that's like 3.4 pounds. So yeah. that doesn't sound like oh that's super light, but yeah, a lot Chromebook. of 13 inch Chromebooks are about three pounds, so it's only half pound more than a you know a dainty or small Chromebook. Yeah. It's big. It's a big kind of chunky Chromebook, but it didn't feel like ridiculous. Yeah. I. I I have really, really enjoyed working yeah. on it. Uh, and what stuff I've done at home, apart from playing games on it, I just, I love a high refresh rate screen. Yeah. And that, to me, that's almost enough to make me want to use this one all the time. Yeah. Um, and the keyboard and trackpad are great. So, yeah. And you've been used to it because of your, yeah, your extra, your external monitor. And yeah. I just and now you've it. got that. that and on your that phone, seamless, you get high, ref, high yeah. refresh and now everything. High everything. refresh, everything. And 120 hertz all all yeah. day. Love it. I don't, I don't think my watch is 120 hertz. Mm, no. Nah. No, definitely not. Yeah, probably not. Okay, let's take a quick break for an ad, and we're going to come back and talk about some Pixel hardware. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service, and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Alrighty, welcome back, everyone. Let's dig in to the phones first. Handsets. What phones? <laughs> what phones? There were some phones announced. What phones? What phones? Chromebook phones. I think the iPhones came out a while back. Yeah, let's uh, talk about the iPhones. Yeah. Let's talk about those. Yeah. Is there a new Surface phone? Yeah. Is that what it was? Surface Trio. Three-way <laughs> <laughs> <a> phone. <laughs> it's like what you get. It's a Westworld tablet. <laughs> no, it's like it's like a, a trifle booklet. <laughs> it was like a booklet you get to uh, explore a new towns. Uh, What's it? Un- <laughs> you no, go to no. Gatlinburg. It unfolds this way. It's a, new, it's a new surface deal that folds this way. Yeah. Oh, it's a trans transco transponder. Yeah. Trans something. Hello. Oh yes. my gosh. You can also wear it as headphones. We have reverted. Yeah. No, you actually have to use your watch as the as the thing you talk to. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> All right, let's uh, start. Not really. None oh of those God. things are None true. None of those things are true. There's not a there's not a new I mean, surface could trio. Could be. There, That's there how could much be. I paid attention to that. There okay. there could be. Uh let's start with the seven first. So uh yeah, I mean two new phones got announced as uh we knew yeah. <laughs> when they Nothing. were hey, they, they were they yeah. were announced back at IO and uh now we just got to get hands on and see them in real life. Yeah. yeah. No real surprises. Um I don't think, from a hardware standpoint, I don't mm. think there was anything they told us uh, that nope. had been un- uncovered or uh, shown. Nope. Um, I mean, so, the camera stuff was, but I mean, but that's all as software. far as the phone, yeah, yeah there's yeah, all the, software stuff. Yeah. So the you know, uh, just in case, it. just in case, <laughs> don't grab it. Um, you didn't know. Basically, Pixel Seven comes in at six point three inches, Is this on? full HD. Uh, I don't think um, so. Ninety hertz display. Excuse me. Uh, front-facing 10.8 megapixel, 90-something degree camera, flat. Uh, but they they share the same front-facing camera this year, so that means the Pixel Seven now has the ability to record 4K, uh, 4K 60, 
um, and has face unlock. Uh, the face unlock was kind of a late, uh, a late entry. I think the week before, yeah, just a week or two um, before, somebody yeah. had covered that. So some marketing materials or whatever came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not a um, fully secure face unlock. I would say. Uh, it's a, it's just an RGB oh, yeah, camera. Set this up. No, oh. that's that's never even been set up. I'll so go grab mine real quick. It'll unlock your phone for use, uh, but it's not going to get you to like a banking app or something like that. So uh, if it's a deep account level type thing uh, where that kind of security is involved, uh, the, the 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 front face camera face unlock won't. Obviously Can we just talk like that. he's still here? Yeah. So, so I mean, what do you think, Joe? Yeah. Have I'm, you set up your face unlock yet? No. Uh, no, mm-hmm. not yet. I haven't. Oh, okay. Okay. That's weird. That was really low and quiet spoken for you, Joe. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I love that it's all high pitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it was not loud enough, though, just <laughs> so you know. You have, have to swap to our hats. Yeah. Uh, the face unlock, though, for what it is, I, I've I been it. very impressed. It's very yeah, good. Like, so, whoosh. yeah. But you and see the little ring light up yeah. around the camera, so you know it's it's looking for your face. Yeah, it's a nice touch. And I tried and to use it with a, with a mask on at the doctor's office the other day, and it would not work. It's no, it, it won't work with my, my sunglasses on. It won't work with that. But, again, you have a fingerprint scanner that's there yeah. in, in the event that you need a more secure uh, biometric authentication. So I like the combination of both. Uh, if the face doesn't work, the fingerprint does. And for a lot of things, I don't have to bother using the fingerprint. It right. just unlocks for me. It's a great combination. Uh, I've had that on OnePlus devices. Yeah, I haven't had time. it since, was it the since 8 my last or OnePlus. the 7 that I used it on? I don't remember. But. Yeah, I always had it on, on, on OnePlus or like Samsung devices that had it. Um, it's it's something they should have had. But I know Google's really conscious about security. So even if it's just unlocking your phone, it's got to do it in a secure enough way. I mean, they invented Bumble them. security. What, what do you all think Not about Apple. these feather uh, I don't like them. <laughs> I don't like that. That's yeah. that's the main theme that's of the kind of strange. Yeah. The dark, the feathers. stock one always feathers. makes it look like there's a hair on the screen or yeah. something. It drove yeah. me nuts. Not a fan. Kind um, of strange. Yeah. So yeah, those are the main uh, the main pieces there. Glass front and back. The Pixel Seven has got like a brushed aluminum rail mm-hmm. versus the shiny one on the the Pro. Which I. I mean, I know it, you, I like you get what you get. I wish this aluminum. were on this. I wish the brush were on the pro. It oh, looks I like so that. good. I like the way that looks in the case. Yes, and, stuff. and I, it's, I like it. It's yep. less fingerprinty too. Yeah, so. I mean, it's well, not. You just don't see them. But you know. yeah, but a little bit more protection. I mean, there were people that that broke their glass. Yeah, and, back on the on you know, the and it, it does mm-hmm. give um, continuity to. If you can tell, it's harder to tell with that one because it's. Um, not the shiny stuff. Man, this case does not want to come off here. Oh, is that the um, six or the seven? This is the this oh, is the seven. I can never so you can see, uh, like the shininess especially brings it out. The fact that it's all like the railing and the Looks back plate are all one piece. Very cohesive. Yeah. Instead of you know last year where the railing kind of had a line and then the glass back piece started, it kind of looked like it was attached mm-hmm. on. This looks all cohesive now. So. Eh, whatever. Yeah, uh, they're they're nice. They're iterative uh, upgrades over the over the six and six pro. Um, oh, just, just messed his widgets oh, up. Messed, messed <laughs> oh, you got <laughs> all your stuff all messed up. So they're open in my garage. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, there. So um, cat's freaking out. <laughs> What's happening? Cat's home. <laughs> so the 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 main fifty megapixel sensor is the same on both. Uh, from what I understand, the wide angle is a little bit better, even though they have the same megapixel count. Um, the wide angle is, I think they're 48. Um, 
I don't know. Andy Cam can look up the stats, but the the wide angle on the Pro is better than the um, standard, and that's why you can get the macro right. uh, yeah. mode. So, yeah. and that's where you start to see things separate a little bit. So you got macro mode, um, and we'll talk about the software in a second. But macro mode on the the um, wide angle for the Pro, and then you have the forty eight meg. I'm sorry, it's a twelve megapixel wide angle yeah. on both of them. Forty eight megapixel ultra wide or telephoto. And it's up to 5x this time, and it also allows up to 30x with digital Super zoom. zoom. Which we'll is, talk about all yeah, that in a second. So. It's mind-boggling, but you don't get any of that stuff either. So on either spectrum end um, of the zoom scale, basically, um, you don't get those things on the Pixel Seven. Um, 12 gigs of RAM versus eight and mm-hmm. seven on the Pro, and then um, 128, 256, or 512 uh, for storage. 128 and 256 on the Seven. I think I covered everything. I think that's yeah. That's that's just the quick rundown of, of the difference in the two. So yeah. okay, I'm sure you probably no, already mentioned it, but flat screen versus yeah, flat screen curve. on the seven and less curve though. Yeah, on the Pro. subtly curve. Um, it, it 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 got I got to the point where I kind of didn't bother me at all, but because that screen is a little bit less curved with the same technical screen, the phone is a, a, a shade wider yeah. than the six yeah. Pro. Um, which doesn't bother me at all either. Um, which I looked at these again today, and and we'll talk about this some other time. But we, we looked at these at the show, and I didn't really. You could tell a difference, but the looking at them today out of the case, the six and the seven, it's decidedly different. The size, it's it's yeah, noticed. oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's we a got. Lot. I think there was a couple B-roll shots that we included in the uh, hands-on video where you can see them side by side, stood up, and yeah, because the uh, you're, you're, the the. Six was six point four inches. This one's six point three, uh, and the bezels are just a little mm-hmm. tinier. And so. I think it's a little thinner as well. Yeah, my caliper hasn't come in. I was yet. gonna say, <laughs> did we order one? I did. I ordered a caliper. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, for I think that's good. Those are all good things because there's a lot of people that want a slightly smaller phone, mm-hmm. and I think I we need to put it up against the six A. I bet you it's about the same Probably, size as the six A. Yeah. Um, and that seems to be when people. It's funny that that's a small phone now. Uh, but when people want a smaller phone, it is unfortunate that in order to get a smaller phone, you do have to give up some stuff. I mean, right. you're, you're giving up some of the stuff. Like the, the screen's not as bright as the Pro, even though at peak brightness, we're like under the sun. When it senses sunlight, they'll crank up their brightness, and they'll only do that. You can't do that manually. Um, they're only 100 nits different, so it's 1,500 for the Pro and 1,400 for the 7. Um, Did you but, mention uh, battery? What's uh, the battery difference? 5,000 milliamp hours again for the Pro, um, but it's 43, Andrew, <laughs> I have to have him look that up. But 46. 4350. 4355? 55. That's what I thought. There you go. Um, and so that's actually like 150 milliamp hours smaller, 100 milliamp hours smaller than last year. Uh, and the same size, again, as on the 7 Pro, as the 6 Pro. But I have been getting great battery life. Mm. So I haven't had this on charge. We played... Just one, one round. One round of Apex Legends. Do you have um, a scratch? Huh? huh? I hope not. No, oh, no. Up. It was probably a piece of hair. <laughs> oh, no. It's, okay. It's just I looked down and it looked like a smudge. Yeah. Like, oh, Robbie. It's, it's, a, it's inevitable. <laughs> it is what it is. It's so what, what are you at? Eventually. 60. I'm at 79. Oh. I might have sent my back on the charger. Oh, my gosh. I've got a wireless. Yeah. I'm at 95. I haven't used this today. <laughs> But 60 with, uh, you know, I had to download and install a big update on Apex Legends, and then we played. And, yeah. um, I haven't really done anything else out of the ordinary. Uh, I, right. I, I do that all the time anyway, but 
with the Pixel 6 Pro, if, if I do play Apex, I know that I'm going to have to charge a little bit yeah. uh, afterwards. And so I'm, I could probably coast on this for the rest of the day and not be oh, uh, in yeah. trouble. If I don't play any games, I'm going to bed at like 40% battery mm-hmm. at night, 30%, something like that. Yeah. So the battery's been good. It's, and it's, I attribute that to Tensor G2. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's not just battery size. Like, no, you, no. You don't think that, oh, well, it's got a bigger it's battery. Software so it's software optimization yeah, more than a lot of stuff. This screen can go all the way down to 10. It's not the – there's another type of screen. Um, what do they call those panels? I can uh, never remember. Is it the, is it the L – no, yeah, LTPO. Yeah, yeah, LTPO screens um, that can go down to one hertz, so one refresh per second. Uh, this one will go down to ten. The Pixel Seven, I think, will only go down to thirty or sixty. It's a ninety hertz screen. Yeah. It, is, it goes down a little bit, but that helps a lot. So, like right here, once it's sitting here, this is only refreshing ten times a second versus it sitting there and refreshing one hundred and twenty times, and so that saves a ton of battery. Uh, even if you know the the screen's on like this once it gets there it doesn't have to keep refreshing that screen yeah. over and over and over again so yeah um, those all those things combine together to help you know make the the battery life a little bit better and, and tensor g2 is in a smaller process node um you know and they didn't go and use a bunch of new cores that are unproven or you know it's not it's not running hot at all because it's it's yeah. probably a generation behind on the the cores that it's using because I think there's X2 cores out now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's still using two big X1 cores and then the uh, 78A78 I think cores on the rest of it or something. Um, but it's got a much improved GPU and so for all the stuff that your camera would do, you know, helps the the tensor processing unit. The GPU can help with that stuff a lot more, um, and you can tell it in games too. Like we get much higher settings and. I don't know. I just I don't feel like there's any like trade off here. I don't feel like how's oh, your, how's your uh, connectivity been? Uh, fine. Yeah, I haven't, what, I haven't noticed. That, that's anything. one of the things. I, the six has given me some fits. There's been some updates that have helped. The battery life's gotten a lot better. It was bad there for a while, but there I, was an I, update a few months ago that yeah, crushed our batteries. But I have I, I have random times which Indianapolis was weird. Indianapolis was like five bar, full bars everywhere, but. LT or 5G up there was just garbage. It's worthless. Around <laughs> connected, there's yeah, just nothing. Around here. here, there are times where it just feels like the speeds or the connectivity, something's not right. But with the Pro, the 7 Pro, it has been rock solid, even mm-hmm. out at my house, which is somewhat rural. Mm-hmm. Well, what's funny is like I don't think about that unless it gives me trouble. Right. right. Usually. Yeah. And so, um, you know, the Pixel 6 Pro had its times, you know, where I'm. It would just do weird stuff or just yeah. not be connected or wouldn't have network or whatever. Um, I've yet, now it's, it's been a week, so I don't want to say too much, but it's, you know, it's not giving me any trouble yet. And I traveled early on with this. So I left New York, got into uh, Florida and was messing around with it quite a bit, you know, while we were still traveling. So, um, you know, it's, it's been solid. It's just been a solid phone uh, in general. I'm trying to find my speed test. There it is. See, because we're kind of, I don't want to say we're like bunkered in here, but yeah, we're, we're, we're back in the back, back, back of the back of the building. Yeah, we're back yeah. in the back in the back corner here. So turn on my 5G and see what kind of, yeah, yeah, take on. Allow all the stuff. Wow. <laughs> Allow all of it. You can have yes. it. Yes. Nope. Nope. Yes. Nope. It's not going to let this me. This is great. This, this is, is this is the perfect way to speed this test. It's so fast. Perfect. Look how fast it is. See what Google does. <laughs> um, so go. while you're working on that, uh, any other any other differences uh, for for someone who's looking at these two phones and saying, "Well, I don't I don't know if I want to I don't care about the size. What's what's uh, any other difference on 
There you go. Up over 200. It's pretty good. On 5G. There we go. I was like, what is going on with mine? I'm using Google Mine's speed. Better. Test, but if you had to put it, if, if you had to put a bow on it. Oh, it is. Oh. If you had to put a bow on it, what is the kind of sales pitch for one versus the other? I haven't put that together yet, Joe. Well, uh, just from a spec sheet perspective, I guess. Uh, cameras. Yeah. Camera. Because uh, yep. we need to, we're going to talk about the software here in a second. And yep. that's where most of what Google had to say comes into play. But. Yep. Um, you're getting better camera hardware on the Pro, which allows for that software to extend it more and do more stuff with it. I think it. the Zoom stuff is pretty incredible. Zoom's awesome, and the macro is fun. The macro, the I, macro I like having a macro camera. Yeah. I didn't realize, and it was after we had already kind of settled, I was on the 6 and was like, I'm just going to stick to it. There were several times that I wanted that extra zoom from the 6 Pro. Well, like now football you get, games, like, oh, man. Now you man. get the 5X optical, right. and it looks awesome just at 5X. Yeah, but I mean, some of the examples you all have snagged across gosh. the office and stuff are yeah. really I mean, just impressive. Getting like 15X, I mean, it's it's crazy, but we'll, yeah. we'll get to that. So the cameras, are that's a big yeah. deal. Um, less of a deal, I think, is probably the RAM. I mean, more is better always. Um, so there's If you're a power a user, if you, have, you love playing games yeah. and – you're doing a lot on your phone, working on your phone a lot, a lot of tabs. Yeah. The RAM's going to... And the screen is better. I think it's less better than it was last year. Last year, mm-hmm. I felt like the Pro was like in this different category, mm-hmm. and, the, and the, the 6 yeah. was kind of over here. They feel a lot more cohesive this year yeah. next to each other, but the, the screen definitely is better on the Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if you're into that, uh, I don't know that the speakers are any better. I think they leveled out the haptics between the two of them. I think the motor's yeah, in the haptics, same spot. Yeah, because the they were, were, they were different very different. Markedly different last year. They, yeah. feel, they feel a lot more the same this year. Um, so, I mean, it, screen size, you know, that kind of stuff. Hey, think about those types of things. If you're like, I don't like small phones, well, you're not going to like the Pixel 7. Uh, but if, you know... You want a smaller phone, and you're not that worried about zoom camera. Like you just want to point and shoot, basically, yeah. when you're out and about. It's going to take just as good of yeah. photos, like literally the same photos, actually, because um, the GPU and the, the CPU are the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just not going to get the, the ends of the spectrum. So if you find yourself wanting to take those types of photos, you need to think about that. Um, yeah. but other than that, I don't, I don't know. I don't know yeah. that there's like these wild, huge differences to upgrade. There's these small quality of life improvements i yeah. think and and for me it's partially too just i like a larger screen phone yeah it's uh, definitely like like, having it in my pocket definitely this year it feels like the six you know uh the six and the and the six pro were were pretty far apart and there was all these things that were different about them this year it feels like the seven and the seven pro are a little closer you know like the yeah. the seven kind of got more up to speed even just from a from a kind of I don't know, just from an overall look yeah, standpoint. They look like, like they, they have belong a, together They have more. a similar vibe now. You yeah, know? and I feel like well, unless the photography uh, is is crucial to you buying a phone, and, I mean, long-term this may change, but I feel like the 7 might be a better value at its retail price. I think, yes, at a value. Because yeah. um, somebody said that one of the reviews. I'm trying to remember who it was. Um, I think it was, uh, no, crap. I watched yeah. like three or four of them last yeah. night, and I forget who said it. It, it might have been MKBHD. I don't remember, but that that the Pixel Seven is still the better value. Like, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying it's a better phone, right? But a better better value because six hundred bucks is in today's world is a low, pretty low price to pay. Right, for and we really see that phone. all the time in the Chrome West world because you look at like the Spin Seven Fourteen. Incredible value is the Dragonfly Elite a better Chromebook? Sure. Yeah, it's twice the price. Right. So yeah. you know what's more important to you? You right. got yeah. the dollars so, to spend, and you don't care. Buy the pro, but you right. Know. And, and and if you know the things, 
again, those those extra camera tricks are like I know for my wife, I, it was the same way last year. You know, for her, having that telephoto lens is important, and for her, having that better selfie camera, you know, for for those types of shots, those things were important. Well, now you don't have to worry about the selfie camera difference this year, but mm-hmm. not the having zoom. the telephoto and stuff and that zoom ability. Like there's no way she yeah. would go to the Pixel Seven because yeah. I know those things are important to her. So, you know, it's it's yeah. just less. I think it's less uh, um, simple this year to to basically cut between the two. Like right. I think last year, of course, I, we struggled last year with it too. I remember going through that whole thing. With last the six, year was the more. Last year was more about the Pro feeling like this this like new like era was like, of like yeah Samsung style like very different flagship phone and now this year and in the the six being more of that kind of industrial design like kind of old school uh pixel look and now you know they're they're more in line in that regard for sure and and i think uh you know uh, all of these things we've went through it's like they're 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 more in line this year yeah um so yeah uh let's talk about some of the software because i think that's um you know, like you said, that that was the bulk of the, the presentation yeah. was was all of the software stuff. Yeah, and most of it comes down to camera. Um, you know, the the so we'll talk about Zoom because we talked about Zoom a lot. You know, they're doing it's a five X Zoom on here. You can get with the standard camera, excuse me, on the on the Pixel Seven, you get up to eight X. And I did some eight X shooting, and they're really good looking yeah. photos. And it's a digital zoom. I mean, it doesn't have any X's like mm-hmm. it's got the main camera and an ultra wide. That's it. And so everything is actually digital zoom and it's letting you go up to eight X and somehow what their whatever, you know, algorithms and machine learning and AI, it, it, it it's bonkers. Um, like even in here, like let's, let's just, let's just take a photo. Um, what we got, what we got, um, uh, kind of boxes there, up yeah. there. I'm going to go whoop. We'll get the, it's even a little fuzzy. So I'm gonna nest nest audio up there. Yeah. And grab that. Take that photo. And I mean, in terrible lighting, like yeah. you know, digital zoom, that's crazy. Yeah. To be able to get that. And and you know, they I feel like Google took computational photography to a bit of a different level this yeah, year. Because that's like, what when you switch over to the pro and you get into that zoom, and Robbie can speak more to how exactly that works, but like we were walking through the airport on the way back and there was a a lot of construction going on uh where were we at laguardia mm-hmm. we were at laguardia and uh there was a backhoe it was over a football field away and it was moving and i snapped a 30x zoom of it and you could cl- you could clearly tell in the viewfinder i mean first of all i had to brace my hand against the window because when you're at 30x every little movement but it does a really good job of moving very slowly to your subject and it has a little what do they call the window up there it's like a it's, it's almost like a viewfinder it sh- yeah thing. it shows you the whole the whole frame and then it shows you a highlight around what you're actually aimed at yeah. in your zoom your crop so you can help yeah. it helps you yeah. find your because if you're zoomed way up and you're like i don't even yeah. know what i pointed at so what but once i stabilized it and i took the shot you see the photo and then you see it processing and whatever google is doing with their because is that the thing where it's taking multiple photos and stitching oh, yeah. them yeah. And, i think every photo they yeah. take they so take it's stitching all these photos together and i mean to me it was clearer than standing there with my naked eye and it, which i mean i wear glasses but i wear bifocals because i'm old but i'm like this is, you said it I, yeah i just you I, said it, I don't me. get it i don't we, well the first one it's i took so old. Uh, so old man the first one was at the event we were in the building in the google store in uh, williamsburg 
standing at the front door because I didn't want to walk outside with a phone that didn't belong to me. But I'm standing there, and <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, like I'll be right back. But there's ivy growing on the wall on the building across the street, like fourth floor up. And I zoomed in and took a photo of it. And I mean, it was so. I mean, don't get me wrong. This wasn't like professional, you know, photography. Uh, but it was so crisp. It was the crispiest photo I've ever took with, with a camera that. That far took, away. Did I say took? Took it. I've ever took it. That's the word. That's darn dang. I've ever taken. That's the dangest, nicest photo wow. I ever done. Don't you got took. your boots on? <laughs> no, he's not wearing his boots. I ain't, on. I ain't, boot I ain't goofing no, today. But yeah, it's just it's mind blowing to me, and, and that's really cool. Again, if I if I'm going to set out to take super zoomed photos, I'm going to take a camera with a good zoom lens or whatever. But for me personally. The macro is more impressive because I've gotten into taking uh, photos of stuff for Smoke Insider and, and a lot of food blogs you'll see. They'll have these super macro oh, shots yeah. where you see the texture of the food yeah, yeah, and the yeah. spices. And I'm like, to be able to do that without having to set up a camera rig, just to snap a yep. quick photo of something I made, is yep. that's that's awesome to yep. me. Yep. So, so yeah, there's some there's obviously some cool nerdy tech there. Yeah, the zoom and the macro, like yeah, that's yeah, stuff beyond cool. what we know exactly how yeah. to understand. <laughs> Go watch the presentation. It's it's, it's bonkers it's and it all works as advertised. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got the uh, the the selfie cam now has uh, some um, visual uh, people stuff for people who are visually impaired. Guided frame, uh, yeah, guided so frame, so it'll you know walk you through like you're in the frame basically, and it'll verbalize that it's taken the photo. Um, what else? Uh, the and the video camera is huge upgrade. Uh, HDR ten, uh, um, and the the video that they showed at the event. I was like, oh, I mean, obviously these are perfect conditions, but the video I've been able to capture has been exceptionally good. <laughs> Walking around the office and then going and pointing it out the window, out the window into and, and just a bright. Being able to just pick like, up and see the it. blue sky and and everything. Just, I mean, it's it's incredible for an android phone now is it as good as iphone i've already seen some videos side by side yeah like outdoors tech tech chap had a pretty good comparison yeah and his outdoors i was like oh that's pretty darn close the iphone's still better indoors uh but i think you know iphone's got a few years lead on on uh google when it comes to this stuff and so the fact that i feel like they leapfrog themselves multiple generations with this one and it's like okay they're they're playing in the same playground now at least um you know and and a lot of people don't want or don't need like um studio quality video they don't need to be able to record like video raw stuff like most people don't right. know how to work with raw footage you just need it to be good yeah and it is it's very good yeah. um and uh, it's the beam forming and stuff they do for vocals yeah. you know that you if, if it's focused on you and if there's stuff like I was recording mm-hmm. one yesterday and I'm standing by the Google Home Max as it's playing Pointing music us, in my yeah. ear but I had Joe in focus and he's just talking and it was picking up his voice yeah. fine and so you know Google has does all this stuff in all these different veins like so Google Meet has to do that you know like let's let's focus on the voice and, and drown out the other stuff and you know and so okay well we can take that and put that into this camera and we can take you know the the computational photography that we're learning from all the photos on google photos you know and and start mixing these things together and speaking of google photos (laughs) the oh yeah wildest things that they showed and i've had it work already on a photo that i took uh, when my daughter looked like she was two maybe um is the unblur feature so apparently they're using unblur every time you take a photo it's using that uh, as part of the processing so even if you took a blurry photo it's just gonna go ahead and fix it right right then and there with all the other info it's got 
But this allows you to take any photo that's in your Google Photos library with your Pixel 7 or 7 Pro. It was taken on any camera. Any camera, anytime. <laughs> as long as it's in your Photos library and you're doing this on uh, Pixel, which is weird because it's like, is that doing it on this processor? I guess it is. Because it's not yeah. on the 6 yet. But no. like, why not just leverage all the processing power you got in your servers with Google Photos to let people do anyway, they, whatever. They got to make an exclusive for now. That's true. Go, go, buy, your, go buy your Pixel 7. <laughs> It's shockingly good. Yes. Um, I, I again, this this photo wasn't like wildly out of focus, but it was pretty blurry. Um, I clicked that. It's like, oh, do you want to blur the background too? I was like, yeah, sure, why not? We'll blur the background. We'll hit the enhance button and we'll unblur. And it's like, it's not just a. It went from a bad photo to an okay photo. It went from a pretty crummy photo to a great photo. Yeah. Like it's wild to see them side by side. Like you did that with just algorithms. Yeah. Like, but I guess. With enough data, you feed these algorithms enough data, and they go, yep. "What that looks like this, it should look like this." For the one that they're not yep. upset about, yeah, it's it's wild. It is. It's, it's wild real stuff. crazy. I can't even make it blur. I'm trying. To. Yeah, <laughs> I try. I tried to do that. I tried to take like, a blurry photo, and I couldn't do it. it. No, because it took look like at the photo. It took like. Okay, that one, that one's blurred, but let's, that one's let's, just not focused. Yeah, that, yeah, oh yeah, you're right. It is. I think it just. I it might try to fix that. You might try it, but I think what it's better at is motion blur. So the yeah. camera is moving in a direction as the photo is taken. It can un, Capture, undo yeah. that basically. When it's just not in focus, I don't. I don't know that it can fix those or not. Um, but it's wild. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, the cinematic, cinematic blur. blur. Yeah. <laughs> if I was sitting here interviewing you. I'm curious under really because this this lighting's pretty good. Um, yeah. Let me let me point my camera at you here. Cinema, <laughs> pal. Uh, film Making it, film a it, movie. Film it other way so we can put it in the. Okay. Yeah. I gotta get. I gotta scoot back a little bit. So this is an example. Uh, we're testing cinematic blur on the Pixel Seven Pro. I see. Like this looks if you, pretty sweet. Hold on. Now let me just. If I were to, you know, slide over here. It's got lock, as I'm talking. Focus locked on you, so it's it's. So if I slide good. back over here. But then try to focus down on Paul now, real quick. See if it'll switch. Oh well. Yeah. See, it screws up oh, big time. Lo- I'm like, locked on your hand. Like these leaves are blurry. Yeah. <laughs> but this leaf's not. And think about think about when when. But let me get back to you. Think about when portrait mode first came out, and they were tweaking and like. Remember, there was like weird stuff with people's hair. You know, even on iPhone, as as the technology was progressing. And obviously, iPhone is doing, uh, you know, uh, what do they call theirs? Cinematic mode. <laughs> I think it's pretty yeah. similar. Yeah. Uh, so, now what do they call theirs? It's like Pro something? Is, is it I like, think it's at cinematic is or it something. cinematic or something? Whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, it's video Oof. background blurring, portrait mode blurring. Yeah, real time so, in video. So, this, you know, this technology is still pretty new. I think Google will obviously, hopefully... As they have more data too, as more people are out there using it, it's going to get better and yeah, better and yeah. better. That's the beauty of 100%. machine learning. Um, so yeah, it, it does. It feels right now like a little bit of a, a gimmick, a but gimmick, yeah. you know, in the year, if it, depending on how often you upgrade your phone, right. if you upgrade every year, every other year, um, because you know, you, uh, it's going to get better. Magic Eraser was gimmicky when it first came out too. Great point. And now people praise it as one of the best features Great that point. the Pixel yeah. has. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This could be uh, this could be a cool feature uh, down the road. Right now, it needs a little work, but it will hopefully yeah. improve uh, sooner rather than later. What is what is what is iPhone called? Yeah, it's just cinematic mode. Cinematic mode. Okay, you have cinematic blur, cinematic mode. Well, they invented the cinema. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Didn't they invent phones? Wow! I think so. Okay. They actually. And the letter I. Right. 
<laughs> okay, anything else? False. I don't think anything so. else? I think that's the main stuff. Yeah. Obviously, we're gonna the settings on here. I don't see any other ones that we forgot. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep uh, we're gonna keep messing around with these phones. Stay tuned on social. I think we're gonna use social to share some uh, testing and some examples of of stuff. Um, and then we're trying to figure out how we want to. We're not phone reviewers, and that was the one thing I was thinking about. You were like, "How is it that people already have their reviews out?" You can pick up a Chromebook and probably have most of your opinions oh, yeah. formed in one day. Yeah, use it. So in the Marquez, morning review in the afternoon. Marquez, yeah. with everything that he knows about phones and spends time with him constantly, I feel like it's fair yeah. that he could put together a review yeah, in a absolutely. week. Um, but anywho, uh, we're not sure how we'll do it. Like we, we might end up doing a full review of these phones, or we might do some other kind of feature style yeah. videos uh, instead if we think that those will be more yeah, helpful. I think, so I think we'll there's see. a lot of cool stuff to talk about uh, aside from just doing a straight up phone review yeah. since that's not really our... I can't remember if there was any other stuff that was... I can't remember. There's stuff, stuff I'm discovering and then I'm like, oh, my 6 had that and I didn't know. Like the suggested apps at the bottom, I yeah. never had that on my 6. This suggested, hey, try suggested sure. apps. But so I always use... I use them here. I yeah, I use those, but like it, it's, it's the same one. Yeah, it showed me. It's like, hey, do you want to put these down here? But yeah. then the bedtime mode with the sleep tracking, I, I yeah. guess that's on the six. Mm -hmm. I've never seen it until mm -hmm. it told yeah. me to set it up on well, here. So. Let's say it, we'll take a quick break for an ad, come back, talk about the Pixel Watch, and if we think of any other features, we'll mention them real quick. All okay. right, be right back. All righty, welcome back, everyone. Uh, last but certainly not least, but probably we have. Most. <laughs> The we, last, the but most most least. Is <laughs> last but most least. It's not most least. It's most <laughs> most most least, most least least least. least. It's the least least. less of the interesting things to talk about. If you've listened this long, God bless you. <laughs> thank you. Thank There's you. There's a lot you, of L's in that paragraph um, right there. So, uh, Pixel Watch. Uh, this is something we've been talking about for a very long time. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> for ever uh, expect that to be edited in andrew uh <laughs> the uh pixel watch is here finally um yes. and it's early it's early gotta it preface it with that it's honeymoon phase but my gosh i love it we're all in love <laughs> if you love it I'm where love, is it i'm in love and i don't care who knows it joe's that, that one too joe's not even wearing his <laughs> well long story short i i broke it was I haven't actually put my SIM in the... I've been carrying around the 6, but I haven't put my SIM in it yet. Yeah. I was going to put my SIM in the 6, so then I had to reset the yep. Pixel Watch. Yes, well, it actually did. had a weird prompt that wouldn't go away to reset it while it was paired to my... I'm sorry, I said 6. 7. Yeah. I'm I not got, on the 7 I, yet. Mine got all sideways, too, because I so, let my son mess with it when yeah. I got back yeah. to Orlando. It was um, like... It, it kept telling me to disconnect to and reset, and I'm like, I, I'm <laughs> connected. So, yeah, jumping back yeah. and forth between phones, it, yeah. it, so, it, it caused me some I'm going to get a fresh start. I'm going to set up the 7 today. I'm going to pair the Pixel Watch to the 7, and that's how I'm going to work going for seven. it. Yeah. For think, right now, I, I want to test talk it. To, talk about the Pixel, you need to talk about why you're going to do that. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> anyway. Um, so, Pixel Watch. It is amazing, and we love it, and there you go. There's your it's review. the greatest smartwatch <laughs> ever invented. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it is the best smartwatch. Ever. Ever. <laughs> No, it's uh, it is the best one Google has made. I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. That is, is the, true. It's the this best is the Android, best watch that Google's ever made. It's the best Android. Boom. 
watch ever. So was it, did you read in Ron's article that uh, they did, in fact, uh, they were making the Google Watch that became the LG because Rick Osterlo said it was ugly, so they yanked their name off of it? Oh, really? Yeah, it was back in like 2016 or something like that. It was the LG. There was two of them. I can't remember what. LG Style or something like that. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and I guess apparently Rick thought it was ugly and he didn't want to have anything to do with he it, so right. he took their name off of it. <laughs> he was right. Is that the big yeah. chunky one? I no, feel like I there was a big huge chunky What was one? the big chunky one? The style one was the one that launched with it and it was it was yeah. like a silver bezel and it was thinner but it was still yeah. it was pretty homely looking. So when did yeah. the Pixel 4 come out? 2019. Was it 2019? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was supposed to launch with one of the Pixel phones and then Google was like, no, we're not doing that. So <laughs> So as okay. someone who has been using Wear OS, I had my Huawei watch gosh when did i get that one 18 maybe i was say i have to exit most of this conversation until we get around to people who haven't used yeah. wear os right. uh, that's where i come in yeah right we have now. some unique was, views because joe and i are, are both analog watch guys right. um yeah also as a person that doesn't right. wear a normal watch. i i have four wear os watches now uh robbie doesn't do wear os joe you have what two i have three three yeah the huawei uh, the, the fossil Gl- and the samsung's Fossil, that's right. Fossil so, Gen Four. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a unique experience because if you've never had a smartwatch, I would tell you to run and get one of these immediately. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you have had a smartwatch, a wear a wear, let's say that's specific, a Wear OS watch, I have not used. I know there's a lot of Wear watches out there. Wear watches. Wear watches. Wear watches. It's a Wear watch. It's a Wear watch. Uh, Spooky. I, I'm sure that there are some that have really. Well, I don't, I'm not sure of that because Wear has gotten a really bad name. I, I'm sure there are some that have good user experience, yeah. user interfaces, but I've never heard of a, a, any reviewer say this is a just incredible smartwatch experience. Yeah, this is hands down the best smartwatch I've ever worn. Yeah, so ever. like the the Huawei was early. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think I got that thing. Oh in, gosh, yeah. I mean, eight. It had to have been eighteen, I think, yeah. maybe. And it had some Huawei junk on it, and uh, you know, the interface and everything. This was way before tiles or any sort of that. So, yeah, like, I, 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 I liked that watch. It was, um, it was more of a sports style watch. Uh, the Fossil is more like the, you know, it's more of a styling like the, uh, like the Pixel Watch, and it had very clean Wear OS. Which I really liked a lot. I wore that watch for uh, for, right. for a long time, and then most recently, you and I both got the the four, the Galaxy Watch Four, and it has just some of the Samsung junk on it, and, that's, and like, yeah. and it's just little stuff like just the 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 animations, the smoothness of the animations. That's my thing. Uh, the, the 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 crown, being able to work through on the crown. Yeah. I know the Samsung has the the bezel, but I never used the bezel stuff. I thought it was thing, weird on such a small device. I, I, I thought I would like the bezel because I've I have three three tick watches, I think. And the latest one, the the Pro with their two gigs of RAM and it had, it was one of the first ones to use the forty one hundred uh uh Qualcomm chip. And it's smooth ish uh, it has some tick watch, some mob voice software on it. You can you can disable. It's kind of like a phone. You can disable a lot of that and get yeah. a more a pure Wear OS experience. And for the most part, it was good. But there were still times where it was a little laggy and it wasn't re- it wouldn't respond the way I wanted to. The assistant was always really bad on any of the tick watches I used. So when the Samsung came along, it was Samsung's new chip. Mm-hmm. It was their first collaboration with Google where it ties in and Wear was that OS. The four or the, the five? Four, the four. 
and the five the, are the same chip. Same chip, yeah. Okay. There, the four was the one where Tizen and Wear OS were came like, together. Okay. Came together. Uh, and oh, it's good. The five just came out it, like, like a, week, a month ago. A month okay, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, my the four was good. Like, yeah, it was. Wrong, but I, my I had it for like a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my anticipation <clears throat> was okay. This is Google and Samsung, the best of both worlds together. New processor from Samsung. This thing should be butter. I went into it knowing that there were features that we couldn't use because we don't yeah. have Samsung phones, and that's fine. I'm not knocking the watch because of that. I'm that was me. But like you said, there are things where it would hang sometimes. Um, I never use I never use this the, the, the bezel the yeah. bezel at all. Uh, when bezel when control, we, so yeah. you can basically interface with the watch using yeah. the bezel to rotate. Because that's the day they have one that actually spun. Yes, right. So like <clears throat> the uh, classic, you know, Michael Fisher always pointed out on tick watches. I wish it had the the bezel that you could the touch interface on the bezel. Now that I have one, I'm like I don't really use it. Because I like this. That and when crown we, The is... first time we saw a picture of this watch and it had this crown on, I was like, that's it. Yeah. And the haptics on this thing the, are phenomenal. So the, as you spin the crown, you get a little thump. Almost. And it's almost, it almost reminds me a little bit of, of like a dive watch, you know, like the little clicks of a dive watch. Like it's almost like these, you know, the, the, just that haptic, uh, you know, kind of analog almost feel. So like you're spinning something digital, you know, but it gives you this little tap, this little feel, uh, to make, you know, as you're, as you're kind of rotating through it. Um, it's just super smooth. The interface is super smooth and it's just attention to detail. The, the, the way the bands snap on, once you get the hang of it, like, Getting the new, getting the new bands on today. So we now have the leather, we have the stretch, we have the woven, and we have the active. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'll do some little social on showing off each of those. But like once you get the hang of it, so my woven came in today, and once you get the hang of it, like today I was like, popped them both off, slid them both on. The the only thing I've ever used that's easier than that's like the Fitbit Versa three and the Versa four bands. Like it literally is just a button you just slide and pops off. I think the the negative to those apparently is that something could get under there and, and pop them off pretty quick versus this you're it's on a hard time pushing that button down and sliding this over at the same time yeah. so yeah. it's probably never going to come accidentally yeah unhooked. we we were talking about so on gabe's watch you basically have uh you now have lugs that are snapped in with leather the leather bands attached to those lugs so yeah. somebody surely if they don't we're going to do it We'll make yeah, it's lugs. It's all over Reddit already. I saw like yeah, five yeah, lugs that have. Asking. I guess those are probably a twenty. That looks Even pretty small. Not, twenty millimeter. They could do pretty wide. Bands. I mean, look look how wide that looks. Mm-hmm. So that that would be a nice wide. I like a wider. Twenty two millimeter. You could do both. You could because I mean yeah. you could taper in those those lugs as far as you want as long as they yeah. have that little attachment on them. Yep. Um, and so yeah, you could eventually maybe down the road if you have some other bands or you just buy whatever random bands you want you have your lugs on there that match your yep. your casing so yeah and it's just it looked chunky in photos and the that early leak made it look a little chunky and putting it on not chunky at all it's and like, i have i have very small wrists and people it are looks, saying stuff like about it, it being too small and i get you know the argument maybe there should have been a larger size if sure. people wanted it but you know i don't have small wrists and it doesn't look it's yeah. not like the oh, galaxy feels a small. lot smaller to me because it's it's flatter i guess and i guess with the square edges it feels like it feels more like a fitness tracker this feels like i'm wearing a watch yeah yeah and I, I mean i love it yeah i don't have any complaints and i at, at first i wasn't totally sure of the uh mm. of the the screen kind of rolling off that kind of pebble look that it has um but wearing it looking down at it it's 
It's saucy. gorgeous. And the it's screen saucy. is super awesome. Like outdoors, no issues whatsoever. No. It's it's pin sharp. Like I can't see any pixels on it. The responsiveness of everything in the OS is, is perfectly fine. And I know it's a three or four year old processor. And yes, they put their own custom coprocessor with it. Whatever they did, they tested it clearly and it, it works. And it works. And like yes. people that are talking about processors in smartwatches, like doesn't matter. Is anyone running benchmarks on the Apple Watch? You're not doing no computing it, or is it or fast enough to get thing? out of the way? Yes, that's right. it. That's the only answer you need. Does in, in some do decent you notice way. it? No, I don't notice it. So I don't care what's in here. I really mm-hmm. don't. No, it's not a computer. It's not a smartphone. It's not a gaming laptop. It's it's a watch that needs to do the handful of things it needs to do well, and this just does, yeah. you know. And and for me, like you all have all this kind of like, well, this Wear OS watch and that Wear OS watch. I never invested in any of that stuff. Coming from a Fitbit Versa as a smartwatch, this is like everything I wanted my Versa to do. And so all the things I'm like, man, I really wish the Versa was better at this. Like for me, answering notifications, glanceable. And uh, notifications being to, synced too, you mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and being able to see the time quickly, check the weather, see my agenda, you know, super basic, quick type things, uh, take phone calls on it, uh, respond to messages accurately with okay. uh, the keyboard or with voice uh, to be able to make some commands with Google Assistant to control my home stuff. Like all these things I can do on here and they work really well to take photos with my watch. You know, I've always been wildly envious of this on Apple watches. Like you can set the camera up and frame the shot up and hit the button. You know, I'm like, I want a watch that can do that. Like that should be a, that's been around for long enough. Apple did that a long time ago. Like this should be a thing. And so, you know, being able to have something like that is, is really nice. And, you know, like you said, the, the notifications being synced up, like I don't think I have, no, I don't have either one of those coming to my phone, but, uh, or to my watch, but, you know, if, if I get a notification on my watch now on a Fitbit, it pushed that notification. But if I got rid of it, it just got rid of it on the watch. And so it's still on the phone and then vice versa. If I got rid of it on the phone, it's still sitting there on the watch. And so now they're synced. If I swipe it away on my phone, it goes away on my watch. And if I swipe it away on the watch, it goes away on the phone. Like that's how it should be. If I, if I dismiss that notification, it should be dismissed. And yeah. so, uh, being able to have that, the Google assistant working so well, uh, being able to respond quickly to messages and feel like it's actually going to work when I oh, tell it to, cause Fitbit would be like, sometimes that works and sometimes yeah. it doesn't. Like I know I can hit my, that little mic button, speak my text back and hit the button while I'm driving and never have to touch my phone. I mean, there's yeah. just so much stuff I, I really yeah. do enjoy. Great UI, but great, great hardware. Yeah. And for the people and for all the stuff that came out before the event happened, I have never, not once we've been wearing these for what a week now, not yeah. once have I looked down and thought, man, that, that bezel, <laughs> yeah. you don't yeah. even see it. And even yeah. when you do, cause I just swiped through to right here. If you look at this, Oh, your steps with the yeah, your steps. The yeah, it looks fine. That's I don't look bezel. at this and think, Oh my gosh, that bezel is horrible. It's, yeah. it's a beautiful watch. It yeah. really is. Um, it's, it's, uh, like I said, it's early, but we are uh, real, real happy with this yep. thing so far, and it's uh, it's just exciting to finally have a, a Wear OS watch, a wearable from Google. Yeah, absolutely. and it's just the little things like we were talking about yesterday evening. It's just the little things. It's just the 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 smoothness of the UI. It's just the 
the ease of of getting it all connected to your pixel like it's just yeah. it's just nice uh, yeah and i'll say this like like ben had put in his review he said i've learned if i set my expectation lows low i'm not disappointed or i, I you know i'm not going to bash a device because i'm not expecting it but i mean this is google's first real watch that they've made and put out there's always that expectation of when a company comes out with something for the first time it's gonna be you know there's going to be some things about it it's either going to be buggy or there's going to be some things where you're like man i wish it was this or i wish it was that and there may be things that come along with this watch uh that that we say that about but for a first run device i mean they knocked it out of the park yeah i i I just i enjoy it a lot and i think too um i probably won't have this article written by the time you are listening to this but it's it's on my radar um i think back to the original apple watch and and I remember it coming out and thinking like, hmm, I wonder how people are going to receive this thing. And I remember it getting bashed on pretty hard in a lot of reviews. Did, Andrew, did you have did you have version one? Yeah, I had version one. It's pretty rough. Yeah, pretty it rough. Great. Um, but Apple knew, hey, we we need to get into the space and and do it our way. You know, the, this integrated way. And they clearly were looking down the road, multiple versions down, and just like we need to get this one out. So that we can start figuring out, yep. you know, and start learning. And, yep. and it, at some point, you got to make the product and start moving forward on it. And I feel like that's where we are. Except I don't think Google came out with a, a product that it's like I don't know if anybody should really buy this or not because Google couldn't really afford to do that. Apple can. Apple can come out with a product like that that's does a couple things okay, you know, because they have a built-in audience that's just going to go buy it anyway. Right, sure. And I'm not I'm not trying to be negative or knock Apple. Uh, consumers, but we all know if Apple comes out with whatever, like they could come out with an Apple dinosaur, and it it you yeah, know I doesn't do anything. And people, <laughs> Andy, Andy Cam, Andy Cam already has it. People <laughs> go buy it. We you know invented dinosaurs. Like, they will, and so they've got a built-in audience that way, and they take advantage of that. Again, I'm not I'm not saying like they they take advantage of their customers. They they as a business minded company, yeah. yeah, they're like, hey, we can go ahead and do this, and we don't have to sell a bajillion of these. We'll make a limited run, but this is going to get us the info we need to figure out. Like, ooh, that was a mistake, yeah. and ooh, I don't know about that. And yeah. Maybe next time we'll think about this. Yeah, because you, there's no way to practice on a on a device with a handful of people. Like when you're going to release something to millions of people, like yeah. I just I can't even process that scale and so you know they need to get the product out well that's what the pixel watch is except i don't feel like it's a it doesn't feel like a first complete first gen watch to me no um, again i'm not coming from smart watches and, and stuff so this is my first one to really go i'm going to wear this and this is going to be my watch um i, th- I think it's great yeah uh, and you're right and and, and, the, and the thing is google had a lot on the line here this wasn't just this wasn't the first pixel phone this wasn't the device where they're like we're going to do this and we know it's not going to sell well Wear os has been on a on a fence for years yeah there's been a lot been of a rocky yeah, road there's been a lot of advancements <laughs> in the last 18 months samsung's brought a lot to the table there's been a lot of updates and upgrades I feel like Qualcomm might finally start be getting on board as far as staying, you know, along in development. Who knows? Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. Maybe Samsung and Google can be the leaders for smartwatch chips. But the the I don't want to say like the the future of Wear OS hinged on the Pixel Watch, 
But for Wear OS to move forward mm. another 18 months, the Pixel Watch needed to be good. I think it needs, it really Wear OS did. needed a hero. Absolutely. I think, I think that, I think you could, I think that's a, probably a fair statement. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, I really. I think if this came out dead. and it was not good, like Wear OS might just be like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't it's know funny, about. like Samsung, as much money as they have and as much market share they have in certain places, like there's certain things, like Gabe's working on an article right now about, the pixel tablet and i think the same thinking goes along with with this watch like mm. samsung has tried and tried and tried and tried and tried with tablets and they make really nice tablets they're great tablets but it doesn't seem to matter <laughs> it doesn't matter how nice it is it doesn't matter how well it runs or how fast it is or how pretty the oled screen is most people just go buy an ipad right which like, I, it doesn't I was matter what they do and i so was it, it's they've been making watches for him almost the same number of years yeah, yeah. and it seems to not matter that no. much. I mean, people are buying them, but it's not like, oh, they've got they've got it on lock. They got Wear OS, and of course, they just now came over to Wear OS. But you know, like they just don't. They never did what Apple yep. Watch has done, yeah. right? And so, like, even if Samsung's doing this for a long time and even doing it well, it doesn't seem to matter. Like until Google jumps in and starts to do this yeah. well, and I it, think different people interesting are start taking statistics. Note. Side note here: it, out of because you think you know you think look, you think Android tablet you've got Samsung Lenovo. I, I don't mean, know. That's about now, it. Now, <laughs> now, Amazon. Now on the other side of that, if you go into a Walmart or a Best Buy, there's a million buddy brands. Sure. Kobe Insignia. Insignia has Best Buy's brand. Emerson. Has, yeah, Emerson. RCA. So there are tons of Android tablets out there. There's just not tons of good Radio ones. Shack one. What What would you guess the global market share of iPad OS is? Global? A two Android. Oh man. Wait, wait, wait. Android or tablets? Android tablets. Oh, so right. iPads to tablets. I bet you it's like 20% to 80%. 80% iPad? 80% Android. It's 55 iOS, iPad OS. Oh, wow. Yeah. That proves my point in my order. I published it earlier today, that, but that proved my point that if people are going out to buy a, a solid tablet because they need a tablet for a specific thing, they're probably going to buy an iPad. Yeah, because if being, I were going to buy a mini or, or something, anything, worldwide it, market share of Android versus iOS is like twenty eight. Yeah, it's flipped it? the other way. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's so. massive, massive Android. <clears throat> I don't know. So, but wow. you have gamers, creators, creators how, stuff like that. They're all going to buy unless you're getting like a Microsoft, whatever the big. What is it? Studio? What's the big? They they rebrought the studio back. Yeah, you see this in the, mm, the new yeah. Surface thing. They got the big, the big you know thing again. Yeah. Bring it back. Yeah, well, who the, cares? The big ta- the big weird transforming. Fifteen P laptop thing. <laughs> Nobody liked it. Yeah, yeah it starts at forty four hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, or forty three hundred. I was like, whoa, whoa. You know, goodness for for those twenty people out there that needed it. I don't know. Did they sell any of those? Leo Laford always had one at his uh, podcasting desk. Like that was his thing that he worked on. They're when cool he was podcasting. Yeah, like, man. Okay, but, you know, <laughs> he's just dope. sitting there doodling on it. So Pixel Watch. There you have it. It's awesome. His best. His best is best we really like it we like it and and you're gonna see people again that are really entrenched in wear os uh and maybe have an apple watch that are going to point out i think some legitimate flaws sure um the fact that like with an apple watch you get to go buy it and you know you choose the color you choose the material you choose the band you want with it and everything so that starting price is including the watch band that you're just paying for can't do that with Pixel Watch. So you buy it, and it comes with the active band. <clears throat> and so yeah, I think it's Ron, Ron Amadio <clears throat> from Ars Technica. He said, you know, now part of the price I'm paying for that watch is buying a band I don't want. 
Like, because right. I'm going to have to go buy a $50 band now because you can only buy first party bands. So I'm going to have to go buy a band that I want because I can't just pick the watch with the band I want. And I get That's, it. Google's yep. trying to limit SKUs in stores because it's a new product. I, I, I get all of those things. But then even, you know, now I didn't get to pick the Pixel Watch with the gray active band large. Uh, you know, I just got the one that's got both sizes in there because it's got the end piece. It's both sizes. Well, one of those is going to get used. Guess what's going to happen for most people? You're going to throw in the garbage. And so, like, there's some there are some legit complaints against yeah. the the device that I, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. doesn't bother me. Like, it doesn't change. Like, oh, I still really enjoy this watch. Is it overpriced? I think a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think. Um, but I, I'd have to look at other Wear OS watches and be like, I don't know. I mean, you're as a piece of hardware, it's gorgeous, um, and so and can, I don't know. You're you're partly just paying for that. You're partly. I think for, that's it for me. For as a watch person, I would pay three. What? How much is this? Four. It's four hundred for LTE, right? Or yeah. is it? Yeah. So I would pay four hundred for this before I paid two fifty for a more sporty like like the Tick, tick Watch Pro Three GPS, whatever. It's a well, good watch, right. but. I, I, I this would. looks like jewelry. Yeah. Well, and I think I think the the thing for me, uh, full disclosure, these were provided by Google as sure. review units, uh, the phones and the watches. And if they called tomorrow and said, "I need this watch back," I would go buy one tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Like that tells me that this I don't is know. a They're sold a, out. I think. <laughs> well, I would pre-order or whatever. Still got I would get in line for yep. for getting one. Um, which hey, that's the same. That's I don't kinda, know. I, I don't hope know if that, I could go back to my Fitbit now. I hope that means that there were a decent demand. Yeah. I, I know they probably didn't have a ton because they just didn't know. But I hope they had a decent supply, and I hope that I would they. Think I so. hope that the interest. I'll tell you, just. I mean, you know, this is just our uh, limited data, but our uh, our unboxing and first impressions of the watch is uh, vastly outperforming uh, our other two videos that, we that and yeah. I will say in our, in our Patreon community, I feel like more people jumped on the watch and the seven, this go around than they did the previous pixel yeah. phones. Oh, yeah. Like we, we have tons of people in our community. My phone, I'm, I'm waiting for my watch. It's coming right now. You know, yeah. uh, the team pixel, all the team pixel influencers got phone and watch this year yeah. in a really dope case. Just saying. Google. Yeah. <laughs> if we wouldn't have went to the event we probably would have got that <laughs> that's, a, that's a story fine. for another time uh yeah i think i think they've put together a great device and obviously yeah. we need to spend some more time with it i'm excited to take it out on a run uh, i'm excited to get the metal bands golf course it's six gonna go to the golf, golf course yes um i uh i want to try some sleep tracking stuff just to just I've worn it a couple times. I think with with like the active, ba- not the active band. I'm sorry, with the stretch brand or the woven uh, band. It's I started so to wear light. It. I started to wear it last night to bed, but I was like, well, then I'm gonna wake up and it's gonna gonna have much charge. So at some point, you gotta charge it. Yeah. Like, so I don't. Yeah. Really know. I don't care about sleep tracking that much. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just like, curious, just to test it, just to see. I've yeah, never I just done charge it while track. I'm taking a shower. It, it it'll go to full charge in less than 30 minutes. Oh, no, oh, okay. that's yeah, a great. It's that's a good idea. Oh, yeah. Super fast. Do you sleep with yours on? I don't because I can't sleep with anything on. I just, yeah, 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 I, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> just, 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 I sleep dead naked. <laughs> <laughs> <So>? <laughs> just to watch. Just to watch. Yeah, there you <laughs> just, go. 
It's like socks and a watch. That's all. <laughs> it's, what kind of psycho <laughs> sleeps with socks on? Socks. Socks on? Socks and a watch. Sorry, this is the after hours version of the Chromecast. Oh, man. Um, I, right, I well. tried it a couple times. Uh, I also, I kind of worry about the what you talked about with the whole. Yeah, there's, there's I feel like I slept good, but my, but mm-hmm. I also because of the way I sleep, I don't. I'm paranoid about like scratching my wife with it while I'm asleep. Sure. So I, don't, I don't wear mine to bed. But yeah, I would be more inclined to just set my Nest Hub at yeah, whatever level sure. it needs to be if I need if I feel like I need to track my sleep a couple times. Yeah. But which I used it on this the phone the other last night I think and it it said someone in the room snored for ten minutes which was probably me. <laughs> but it also detected coughing. But I, I obviously think this isn't nearly as accurate because my wife's got a little bit of a cold right now. I think yeah. it was her coughing. But yeah. the Nest Hub sleep tracking is it's pretty legit. Get so, it while it's free. Uh, so uh, you mentioned uh, the Patreon Discord. Uh, Quick, quick shout out to those folks, uh, and we've we've pared down our Patreon a little bit to where now we're just focusing on our five dollar and two dollar tier. The two dollar tier just gets you ad free, uh, but if you want into our private Discord server, join us. Join us. It's five bucks a month. It's fun. We've been trying to definitely be more engaged there, yep. trying to share some pictures. Um, and it's not just, you know, obviously you've got access to us and, and we're trying to get in there and chat, but also this community of, mm-hmm. uh, Google and Chrome West fans. So you should check it out. Patreon.com forward slash Chrome unboxed. Okay. I think that's it. Do we have anything else? That's I don't it. Think so. That's it. That's it for that's today. It. That's it for today. We're going to spend some more time with these devices, obviously, uh, uh, put them to the test, see if anything else comes up. And if, if it does, we'll let you know. Alrighty, that's it for this week. We appreciate you all watching and listening. If you are watching, make sure to give us a thumbs up. Go down there and click subscribe and click the little notification bell because it helps with the algorithm. It's over there. And you and you just you get a little notification when we publish a new episode of the Chromecast. The bell. It's like it's down it's down there somewhere. Yes. Down over there. Go go click it. Go click it. You'll make us happy. Okay. All right, that's it for this week. We'll see you. Bye bye. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.